So I'm a sucker for challenges, and uh, this year is going to be no exception. My personal challenge for 2024 is to read 52 books this year. I'm calling it the 52 book challenge. And yes, if you know how to do math, that means I'm going to read a book a week. And I would love if you would join me. So in today's episode, let me unpack what the heck I'm doing, why I'm doing it, how I'm going to pull it off, how you can join me as well and make this year your biggest year of growth yet. Let's discuss. Welcome back to The Graham Cochran Show, where each week I'm helping you unpack the mindsets, habits, and strategies to build a highly profitable and life-giving business. I'm your host, Graham Cochran. Happy almost new year. Uh, Merry Christmas. If you're listening to this or watching this in real time, uh, we just had Christmas yesterday as of when I think this episode's dropping, if I got my timing right. So this should be the last uh, episode of The Graham Cochran Show for the calendar year 2023. It doesn't really matter when you're watching or listening to this, though, because this challenge I'm about to embark on will apply whenever you want to apply it and take on the challenge. And so I'm trying to kick off the new year um, with a personal challenge. And this was something uh, that I wanted to do personally. And then I realized, you know what? I'm going to do this publicly for two reasons. One, accountability to make sure I actually do it. And two, I think you could benefit from it as well. Um, let me share with you the genesis of this challenge, and then we're going to get into the stats. And this will be a pretty straightforward episode. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to share with you uh, where you can join me in this challenge as well. Uh, and no, I have nothing to sell you. <laughs> when I say challenge, I have nothing to sell you. This is this is just me doing my life and bringing you along with it. So a couple of months ago, I get an email from a kid named Adrian. Goes like this: one excuse me, two-sentence email. Hey, Graham, hope you're doing well and sorry for the disturbance. I just wanted to ask, what advice would you give a 14-year-old trying to be successful? Here's his one sentence. Ask, what advice would you give a 14-year-old trying to be successful? First of all, you got to understand, I get a lot of emails and most of them are way too long. Hint, hint, if you want to get my attention or anybody's attention, don't send long emails. The emails are all about themselves, my story, my sob story, my success story, not to diminish anybody's life, but it's like a novel. And then buried in there, there might be a question, I don't know, because I don't read it if it's just too long, or it's a complaint, or it's just they wanted to brag to me, so I would notice them. I'm not really sure. I noticed this email because it was one, one line, two sentences, a welcome line, and a simple question. And then what just blew me away is that this is a 14-year-old having the guts to email me, some dude off the internet, and asked a very generic question. I would typically say you'd be better served by asking a more specific question of someone you're trying to reach out to. But man, when I read this, I thought, wow, my oldest daughter's 14. This kid could be my son. This is like my daughter, or if I had a son, my son saying, dad, what advice would you give me to be successful in life? And so when I read this, that is how I framed my response to Adrian. So here's my response to Adrian. Hi, Adrian. I'll tell you the same thing 
I tell my 14-year-old daughter, read as many books as you can. Personal development, money books, business books, investing books, spiritual books. Invest in yourself with knowledge and you will have so much more value to offer the world and value is what people pay for. Here's a challenge. Read a book a week. If you can't do that, read two books a month. If you can't do that, read one book a month. The average American reads four books a year, and they are struggling financially, relationally, and lacking purpose. You can be so much more if you just read. Then I clicked send, and then I sat there, and I thought, I read a ton of books, but have I ever read a book a week like I suggested to Adrian? And can I, a good conscience, recommend a strategy that I wouldn't partake in my own life, partake of in my own life? And I sat on it for a month or two, and then I I finally was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to read a book a week, 52 books in a year, and I'm going to do it publicly, and I'm going to share those books with people so that you can follow along. So that's the genesis of this challenge. And here's some of the stats. I I shared some of them. I was, without looking at it, that was like my rough estimate based off what I thought I'd read. I got some more clarity on this. Gallup researches all this stuff. They do all the Gallup polls. They say the average American adult reads two, excuse me, 12.6 books a year, but this includes books that they started reading and haven't finished. So to me, that doesn't count. If only fully read books are counted, this is according to Gallup, the average American adult reads just over five books per year. This is an average. There are weirdos like me and Ty Lopez with his book a day, I think he's winning, uh, that are throwing the average off. Average American adult reads five books a year. I don't know what the median is. If you know the median, my guess is it's much lower. Uh, the average number of books Americans read has been declining for a few years. In 2021, the average was 12.6, down from 15.6 in 2016. Again, these are books you've at least started, not completed. This is lower than any other year Gallup has asked the question, including in 2005, 2002, 2001, 1999, and 1990. Some populations read more books than others. For example, women read an average of 15.7 books or read an average of 15.7 in 2021, while men read an average of 9.5. So women are opening up 50% more books or reading 50% more books than men, which means if completed books, if the average is five, men are probably reading three, give or take. Uh, About 73% 73 of respondents aged 30 to 49 said they read at least one book in the last 12 months. So let's do the flip. 27% of 30 and 40-year-olds haven't read a book, a single book in the last 12 months. One out of four of us have not read a single book in the last 12 months. If you're in your 50s or up to 64, 30% haven't read a book in the last 12 months. And it gets worse, older, 65 plus, 33% of you have not read a book in the last 12 months, a single book. So between a quarter and a third of adults in America have not read a single book in the last 12 months, and they say the average is five completed. And we wonder why we can't get ahead. 
reading is the greatest gift we could have. If you have the ability to read, it's one of the greatest gifts you could ever have. And reading, by the way, nowadays, thank, thank goodness for audiobooks, can include listening to a book. I understand that that's a medium that works well for people, a medium that works well for people because of commuting, because of busy kids, because of the nature of your work and your schedule. I don't think it matters. Just getting getting books into you is what matters. And I view reading a book as hiring that person to mentor you for free because you're getting the best of that person's brain on a subject curated, linear, and you can slowly read it, fast read it. You can reference it. You can underline it. You're getting everything that they have lived a lifetime learning and implementing boiled down into a few hundred pages that then you can take. So it makes no sense to complain about, oh, I can't afford a coach or nobody wants to coach me or I reach out. Just read a freaking book. You can get coached from afar by reading books. So that's the setup. Here's what the challenge is, and here's how you and I are going to do this, if you want to join me. So I'm going to read a book a week. That's 52 books in the next 52 weeks, one for every single week of the year 2024. You can do this whenever you want to read, uh, follow along. Um, I've come up with a list, and I'm, it's not complete. I have about 25 books on the list. So I'm about halfway done, um, and I'm going to be updating that list publicly uh, where you can follow along with what books I am reading in 2024. This is going to be a mixture of books I've already read before that I'm like, man, I really would like to reread that book because it's been 10 years or 18 years or five years, or I read it quickly, or I read it in a season where I didn't have kids. Now I have kids or whatever it is. There's a handful of books I have already read that I think if I could have that again in my brain, I would do that. And then there's a list of books that I haven't read yet that I've been wanting to read um, on subjects that I haven't dove into or subjects I have, but it's just an author I haven't read or a book I haven't read. And then I'm, I'm going to be adding to that list as the year goes because there's some books that are coming out in this next year that aren't out yet, so I can't read them yet. And I want to leave room for books that I haven't heard of yet because I always get book recommendations and I keep a running list. So um, I'm going to read a book every single week. At the end of each week, I'm going to synthesize everything I've read and distill it down into one key takeaway or insight for me. And I'm going to share that here on the show in a mini or micro episode each week um, outside of the normal Graham Cochran Show episode. So we're going to be highlighting a book every single week, and it won't be long, but it'll be my big takeaway or uh, insight from that book. And then what I'm going to be doing is taking all of those insights um, and putting them into a resource at the end of the year. So it'll probably be transcribed as well into a document. So you can have like 52 insights that will change your life based off these 52 books. So you gotta, I gotta wait till I get those insights, but this time next year, I'll have that for you as a free resource. Um, I've got eight different categories of books. This was interesting. I just, you know, you could, there's so many different types of books. I'm reading nonfiction, personal development. You call it self-help, uh, for the purposes of this challenge, I'm not reading fiction. I'm not reading novels. Um, I'm not reading um, biographies, which is sad because I love biographies, but I chose not to for the purposes of this challenge because they tend to be long, um, especially the ones like Walter Isaacson's book, like his books, his biographies, like on Steve Jobs. I mean, that was an incredible book, but I, I want to say it was 600 pages. If I'm trying to read a book a week, I'm trying to be realistic, and so if I'm being honest, I'm going to pick um, slightly shorter books, or I would say manageable books. We'll get to the word length here in a second, 
So just so you know, there's no biographies, but I highly recommend you read biographies, historical and modern day as well. It's just it's fascinating to learn when someone just writes about their life. So I'm, I'm excluding biographies. So here are the eight categories I'm reading books in. Business, you could also swap out career if you're not in business, but business books, money books, success books. This is an interesting category. It turns out it's actually a category. I looked it up on Amazon. I was like, is that a category? But like any book that just helps you have more success in life, it sounds like a junk drawer term, but I found books that seem to fit in that category. Relationships, which is really, really key. Um, Health, this is physical and mental health. Faith and spirituality. Mindset, specific books. And communication. I think the, the skill of communication is, is one of the most powerful ones you can have because whether you communicate as a leader in your company or you communicate in sales or you communicate as a business owner, we all need to be able to communicate because everything we're doing is, is like trying to sell people on us or our ideas or our vision. Even in your own marriage, you have to like sell your spouse on your idea or your vision um, and you have to be able to communicate clearly. So communication books. So those are the eight categories, business, money, success, relationships, faith, health, mindset, communication. Um, and then you can get this list at grahamcochran.com slash 52 books. It's the number five, two books, all one word. grahamcochran.com slash 52 books. There is no opt-in. This is not a lead magnet. This is just me publicly doing a challenge. And I put it as a website because I'm gonna be updating it. Um, if I swap out a book or if I, you know, once I add books, Right now, you'll by the time you're watching this, you're probably going to see 25 to 30 books up there um, in the categories, but I'm going to fill it out as I go. And you are welcome to follow along with me and read these exact books. In fact, I highly recommend you do. These books are either books that I know have changed my life and they're going to be great to reread, or um, I really have a lot of respect for the author uh, and either know them personally or have seen their work. Um, and I'm handpicking books that I think will transform every area of your life and business for the better. But of course, this is my challenge. Feel free to make your own list. And I would encourage you to take a look at my list and swap out any book you're not interested in for something you are interested in. Uh, this is a great opportunity for you to finally sit down and be like, this is going to be the year that I read. And like I said, each week I'm going to read a book cover to cover and post a mini episode of basically the Graham Cochran Show, sharing my biggest takeaway or insight from the book. That's what the challenge is going to be. How am I going to pull this off? Better question, how could you pull this off? You're busy. I'm busy. You probably have a family. You're probably running your business or working your job. or you. It's, it's, it's a miracle you're even listening to this episode right now, right? Because life is busy. I get it. Um, it's really, really simple. Here's the math. Hey, friend, we'll get back to the episode in just a moment. Real quick, I hope you're enjoying the episode. And if so, please share it with somebody that needs to hear this episode today. It would mean so much to me. Also, I want to give you a gift for hanging out with me today. I want to give you my free million-dollar life-giving business formula on-demand training. Inside of this less than 60-minute training, it will help you uncover your uniqueness to build a seven-figure boutique brand without burning out. This is some of my favorite material. These are the things that I'm taking my private clients through, but I want to share them with you in this free training. So if you've already built your business, but it's not giving you life, it's taking life from you, this is the training for you. It's absolutely free. Just go to grahamcochran.com slash lifegiving. 
That's grahamcochran.com slash lifegiving, all one word. And you can register for your spot right there. Now back to the episode. Okay, looked it up. Average personal development book, the type of book that I'm going to be reading this year, is between 30,000 and 70,000 words. Okay. Now, I didn't know what that meant when I started writing my first book, like, because the, the publisher wanted a certain word count. And I was like, is that a lot? Is 50,000 a lot? Is 70,000 a lot? Is 30,000 not a lot? I didn't, had no idea. Um, my first book, How to Get Paid for What You Know, clocked in just over 50,000 words. And I think it's around a 220 page book, right? It obviously depends on the size of the pages, the size and the formatting of the font. But to give you an idea, if you have my book and it's on the shelf, how to get paid for what you know, but a typical, it's that that's like right in the sweet spot of a personal development book, right? It's 50,000 words. Uh, my newest book, Rebel, which comes out in 2024, is going to be closer. I have to actually do the final word count. Literally this week, as of taping this, I have to read the final read through of the manuscript. And so I'll see what the final word count is. But my guess is it's in the 30 to 40,000 range. I wrote a little bit shorter book this time. Um, but yeah, 50,000 uh, is around the average. And that's going to be between a 200 and 300 page book. Okay. Now, it takes. On average, two point. Well, here we go. It can take two point eight hours to read fifty thousand words at a speed of three hundred words per minute. But again, your speed of reading fifty thousand words is going to be different than my speed. Um, if you read it really fast, you could do a fifty thousand word book in two hours. But the average adult, average adult, reads at a speed of two hundred and thirty eight words per minute when reading silently. We read slower. It's actually 183 a minute when we read out loud. But if you're just reading a book silently to yourself, the average adult reads at a speed of 238, which is probably why if you listen to audiobooks, you probably speed up or probably should speed up the narrator a little bit, at least by 1.25 or one and a half, because I at least found when I was reading my audiobook, it was slower than how I would read it silently. And so don't, don't punish yourself with audiobooks by listening to it being read aloud so slowly because you read faster when you read silently. So the average adult reads 238 words per minute when reading silently. That equates to three and a half hours of reading time for a 50,000 word book. So an average personal development book is going to be about 50,000 words. If you read at the average speed that a U.S. adult or any adult reads silently, 238 words per minute, it'll take you three and a half hours to read that book, which guess what that equates to? 30 minutes a day. Oh man, 30 minutes a day. That's all it takes to read a freaking personal development book that could change your life. 30 minutes a day. When I read that stat and did the math, I was like, you have got to be kidding me. I thought this was gonna be this really big challenge of reading a book a week. And when I look at it, I'm like, this, this is not even that impressive, Graham. I'm basically committing to, I'm committing 30 minutes a day to something to better my life. Aren't we all about 30 minutes? Aren't we all about like morning routines and, and, and carving out a little bit of time for ourselves each day to improve ourselves? And yet the average adult is not spending 30 minutes a day reading. But if all you committed to was 30 minutes a day, obviously if it's a bigger book, it might be 45 minutes a day. Or if a really big book, an hour a day. It'd be like a 100,000 word book. But again, 50,000 word book, like my first book, which is solid, not very long, not super short, 30 minutes a day. So when are you going to do this? When am I going to do this? 
Well, I mean, I, I'm really blessed that I have a lot of time. I've really, I've swapped out my schedule. So going into this year, I'm literally taking all of Mondays to just read. And it's not just reading. It's like my input day. Like I need input. So that's when I'm going to be listening to podcasts, watching videos or courses or any, any kind of the homework where I'm trying to ingest content for some of my coaching uh, coaches that I'm working with and under. But Monday is going to be my reading day. So I'll probably read for a couple hours on Monday and then I'll finish throughout the week in the evenings and on the weekend. Um, but for you, if you don't have that luxury, here's what I would challenge you to do. Take out your phone, all right? If you're on an iPhone, look at your settings and look at your screen time. How much screen time are you averaging per day? Okay, I think my average is somewhere around three hours a day on my phone. And that includes everything. Email, texting, Voxer, checking Instagram, GPS, okay? I'm averaging around three hours a day, last I checked. Um, all you gotta do is cut your screen time down by 30 minutes and replace it with a book. Put your phone down for 30 minutes and pick up a book. Phone down, book up. <laughs> it's that simple. That'll give you three and a half hours a week to read, which means you can crush a 50,000 word book every single week. Of course, you could do whatever else you want. You could wake up an hour earlier and read Monday through Thursday for an hour. You could just binge read on the weekends. I mean, we're really good at binge watching shows. What about binge reading? You could do that too. So that's what I'm going to be doing, the 52 book challenge. Like I said to Adrian, the kid that emailed me, the 14-year-old that emailed me that started this whole thing, if you want to join me, read a book a week. Let's do it together. And if you want to really lock it in, then write down or film yourself giving your own personal insight or takeaway from the book at the end of each week. That'll help you sort of lock it in for yourself. So read a book a week with me. If you feel like, you know what, Graham, that sounds nice. I just, I just can't do that. Read two books a month. I'll give you twice as much time. And if you're like, Graham, I just can't, I can't do that. Then for the love of all things, please read a book a month. Like read and complete a book a month. Even if you just did that, I'll give you 30 days. <laughs> 30 days to do it. It's like five or 10 minutes a day, right? Seven minutes a day. 30 days. If you did that, you, you read 12 books this year. You could pick two or three from each of these categories or one from each of these categories and then double up. If you just read a money book this year, a business book this year, a relationship book this year, a health book this year, a mindset book this year, a spirituality and faith book this year, a communication book this year, and a success book this year, and then pick your top four categories and do a second in each one of those. But even if you just read eight books, one in each of those categories, you're going to be so far ahead of everybody else because they don't prioritize the right thing. They prioritize the dumbest things. But this is the cheapest. It doesn't have to cost anything. You can go to the library and find most, if not all of these books. I mean, it could be $0 to completely change your life. And 12 months from now, after going through this book challenge, you will be so much more valuable in the world and marketplace just by virtue of the books you read. So, uh, 
let me know. If you're watching on YouTube in a comment below, are you going to join me on this 52 book challenge? Let me know if you do the 52 ones or the 26 book challenge or the 12 book challenge. Pick your one, pick your poison, you know, small, medium, large, good, better, best. Pick whatever, <laughs> pick whatever version or size of the challenge you're going to do this year with me. And, and let's hold each other accountable. Post below. If you're listening on the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, then just decide right now, which one are you going to do? Uh, and then if you want to see my book list, go to grahamcochran.com slash 52 books, five, two books. Again, there's no opt-in. This is not a lead magnet. I got nothing to sell you. This is just me bringing you into my world of a little bit of how I'm going to try to grow exponentially this year. Uh, and you can see the books in the eight categories that I've chosen and the books that I'm going to be reading and the authors. Um, I don't even have any links to the books. Uh, I'm not even making money off of affiliate links. I don't want anyone to feel like this is a money-making thing. I'm picking books that I just want to read, okay? So if you have a local bookstore, please go support your local bookstore. If you like to buy your book from a certain you know, re online retailer, that's fine. Do that. If you like to do it on Audible or Kindle, like do that. Like Whatever you want to do, do it. Or if you already have the book, pick it back up. Like I said, probably about half the books I've already read, so they're on my bookshelf. I'm going to pick them back up and read them. Uh, just... Follow along. And if you don't like those books, make your own list. Please make your own list and consider my list a jumping off point or an inspiration point for you to make your own list. But just take the challenge. Let's crush these books this year. Um, we're also going to be supporting authors, which is awesome. And I'm an author, so I feel like that kind of supports my world um, that I'm in or trying to get into. And let's just get to the next level this year by reading. Let's be the, the small corner of the internet that actually does the simplest thing you could do to exponentially improve your life, which is read a freaking book. So that's all I got for you today. Happy New Year. Enjoy the week. Enjoy the fat final few days of 2023. Um, and I will be about a week uh, ahead. So at the end of the first week of January, I'll have my first book uh, review because I got to read it one one week and then the next week I'll drop a little mini episode. So I'll get into that rhythm. I got to get to some reading, um, but I can't wait to see you and I'm looking forward to sharing these insights with you and reading along with you as well. Happy New Year and we'll see you in 2024.